Or should I say hola? Because I'm back <laughs> from Peru. <laughs> Feeling right. the flavor of the mountain highlands. Do you feel it? Oh, so much. I don't get that from the pictures I saw from your trip. What do you mean? Well, it didn't look like... Because you were all, like, wet. Oh, soaking. There was a lot of, you know, like, rain Campy gear. rain, yes. So I mean, like, there was oh, really yeah. only one day of that. It oh, was really okay. horrible. And then the rest of the time, it was beautiful. The weird thing is, you've been at my house now for, like, four hours, and we have not talked about your trip. Not at all. <laughs> so, uh, first of all, welcome to the show, everyone. Uh, yeah, welcome. Hi, guys. Thanks welcome for being here. Welcome to Podcast, um, episode 127. Uh, welcome back, Sarah. Thanks. How was it? It was, well, he, there were many highs and many lows. Really? Metaphorically and physically. And figuratively. And physically. Well, right. Because uh, we hiked the Inca Trail for four days. What does that mean, Inca Trail? So, it's one of the seven wonders of the world. The trail? The I think Machu Picchu. Yeah. But the trail itself should be its own wonder. Because it really is amazing. That... I mean, so long ago, this trail was made, and it's still there, and the part that's original is in better condition than the part that has been redone. I mean, these... In one day, I climbed the equivalent of three Empire State Buildings. God. Because it's straight up. This is, like, straight up a freaking mountain. And I'll be honest, one of those days that was pouring down rain that we did that three Empire State Building climb was worse than a final challenge. (laughs) More difficult, more physically demanding. The only thing was that I was not emotionally drained. But then also, I was. Because guess what? I will never sign up to go on a trip with five dudes again. Why? Holy crap. A lot of farting or what? Farting was the least of my worries what was on a, the trip. What was the problem? It was a gigantic fucking dick measuring contest the whole time. Mm-hmm. And then the worst, the, which would have been fine if I weren't the one with the biggest dick of all of them. I was going to say, I bet you won. I did win. I won every day. And that's what pissed him off. Because, I love you. first of all, I'm no idiot to hiking and no, no rookie. So I packed accordingly. I had the lightest pack, which is also part of the game, boys. <laughs> this is hilarious. And they all come with these heavy ass bags. I mean, some of them were real heavy. So one day... I was like, would you, because one guy had like a pack around his waist too. I was like, I'll take your, and then they got, word to the wise. (laughs) If you're on a hike with a bunch of dudes, don't offer to carry their switch packs with them. They won't like that. What did he say? They were like, no, but I then got like. I kind of love that you did that. Because I had to, because we were stopping and waiting for 45 minutes. Me and the, the guide were sitting in like chit-chatting for forever while these idiots were like in the back not idiots they're nice guys i shouldn't say that but they're idiots in how much they packed but and that it was like i can there was a a a vibe that was out there did you feel unwelcome sarah um there were two guys who made me feel really welcome because one of them was oh my god he was the sweetest neither one was your husband neither of them were my husband no, one guy was the best because he was inc- he was like, man, you should be, like, do this professionally. You should, like, because he had never been hiking before, never done anything like that. And he was like, man, you're so encouraging. Like, That's nice. Like, and he did this whole post online of, like, 
things I learned from Sarah on the trip. And Can it was I just like interge- interject and say that you may have noticed from my husband's post that my son's getting really into like adventure, yes. like hiking and all that. Oh, and good. he watches this thing, this British guy. It's like if Bear Grylls were British. Love it. He's Wait, isn't Bear Grylls British? Oh, well, if he was like stereotypically right. British. More British. Okay. <laughs> and his name is Ray Mears. And it's like this doughy guy <laughs> that does these cute little like, you know, he teaches like old school reality TV where it's just like him sitting there trying to make a fire. And um, the good, good stuff. The, they, what were you just talking about? I was going to say what Ray teaches you were Outdoor speaking about. Yeah. Like you were saying, um, damn it. And walking down mountains. And, oh, having a good positive attitude. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. So that Adam was telling me how one of the key things that Ray will focus on is morale. How that can be the difference between life and death. Seuss, that is a fact. Because we we asked the, uh, our guide, Juan Manuel, what do people struggle with the most? And he said, you know the thing that is the most difficult for people? Or the thing that slows people down the most? A bad attitude. <laughs> and I was like, no was problem like here. Music to your ears. I was like, I looked at, I made eye contact with my husband because he's like, I don't need your shitty positive attitude. Like, because like a positive attitude is like, I mean, I get it because I would be like that. Annoyed, right? Yeah. Where I'm like, guys, it doesn't matter that it's pouring down rain. It matters that we're looking at these beautiful mountains and blah, 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 blah. No. That's really nice, Sarah. Having, so I admire that in you, even though I don't have it. First day we do the trek, my husband so uh, comes down. Uh, I'm like, you know, setting up our little sleeping bag and everything in the tent, and he's like already pissed that he has to sleep on the floor. He's like, so well, when we get home, we'll be signing up for a trekking club? Because I'm never doing club? this with you again. Oh. <laughs> like the other people, people hiking that you together. can do this with. Because he's never... He hated it. He hated it. Oh, he hated it. And I hated doing it with him. <laughs> Never again. Because my best day on the trail was his worst day. Why? And the worst part was that I couldn't even <laughs> complain. To, like, I couldn't even celebrate my best day. Oh. Because he was so... He was like, I'm cold. I mean, meanwhile... Oh my people, god, this is hilarious. I went to... The reason why I'm such a good hiker and such a good trekker is because I, like anything I do, studied extensively and prepared myself. I made sure we had socks with the most perfect liners. We had the smart wool, like, so there's no chance you have blisters. Our shoes were waterproof shoes that then I, again, sprayed with a waterproof sealant, so there's zero chance that they're going to get... I put us in the most comfortable positions possible. Because I know from doing challenges what it feels like to do these when you're uncomfortable. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, never again am I going to be soaking wet like I was in Namibia. Never again am I going to, you know, not have the right leggings like I did when I was in blah, blah, blah. Phil, you know, because I've done this before. And it was pretty like much like all, whatever experience I had was completely disregard. Like nobody wanted to listen to me because I have a fucking vagina. Wow. That was the vibe I was getting, like. It's so lame. You, so lame, right? Well, I'm, I missed you. I 
missed you so much. I'm glad you're back. I would have even loved your cynical outlook <laughs> on here. Well, because I will buck up if and I have to. And you will just go, oh, for Pete's sake, Sarah. <laughs> My husband, sure. on the other words, was like, don't talk to me. I don't want to hear about how fun this is because this is horrible. It does suck that it rained, though. It did suck. And then I will give him credit because on the third day, he did have a better attitude. And he was like, okay, I will admit hiking today was fun. And when he said hiking was fun, I was like, oh, what? Can somebody, were, are we recording? Can we get this in writing with a blood signature? Because I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm going to remember this one. Because he's never doing it again. Never. Uh, today we are drinking our favorite Wink.com oh, yeah, man. It wine. So good. It's a delicious white Sauvignon Blanc that mm. we're enjoying. Mm. Um, I've heard from a few people that have signed up that really are loving it because if you don't know a lot about wine or like don't know how to choose what your taste might enjoy, this is perfect for you. Because if you go to winc.com slash brain candy, you can take a quiz and put in like the types of food that you enjoy, etc. And it'll customize your wine selections to your taste. And if you go to wink.com slash brain candy, you get $30 off your first order, which is a fantastic deal. Today, I have a plan. Ooh. Wow. Well, so I I listened to um, the episode that we just posted, but we had recorded before you left Uh about, um, I guess it was technically about like reality TV and like our favorite shows. And we were cracking up about Al Bundy, (laughs) which we loved so much. But there have been a few episodes lately where like I just say things that are in the news and then you go on a rant. Uh huh. Oh. I mm. enjoy that. Right. Well, and I now never look at avocado toast the same. Why? Because of the conversation we had about and how the guy, the millionaire said that mm-hmm. old people stopped eating avocado toast and how you gave me new perspective that I never had on that. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So, so now you know you're you're yeah you're welcome. Lessons by Susie. So I have a few things I was hoping that we could go. Oh, I over. can't wait. And I feel out of the news because I've been gone and in other countries, and also no phone on the trail. Right. So I don't even know what's going on. So these are probably all going to be new to me. Let's hear it. Did you bring a book on the trailers? Yes, What'd I you brought bring? our book club book, oh, okay. the Psychopath Test, which right I should have brought too. Right. That was a quick read. It, even if it were a book that like oh, took you a little bit longer, I couldn't put it down. I I read it all in freaking two days because yeah. I didn't want to stop reading. Yeah, and then when I was done, I was like, what? What? So I should have brought another book. Yeah, we uh, we have a book club. If you want to join, you should go to our website because we choose we each choose a book yeah. and then we talk about it with our members and we do interviews with the authors and stuff. And Sarah chose John Ronson's Psychopath Test, which we knew that it was going to be good because everyone kept raving. Dude. But it really I did was. not know it was going to be that good. And yeah. also, he's now one of my favorite authors. He, he's one of my favorite people. I love him. Like, I constantly, you know how I feel about the Jews. Yeah. And I constantly, like, tweet and post on his Instagram. Like, if he says I'm going so- somewhere, I'll be like, take me with you. Because <laughs> he's <laughs> so funny and great. He's so funny. Okay, the first thing, mm-hmm. this is truly, I read this article and I'm like, wonder what Sarah thinks of this. So, mm-hmm. There was a burrito stand in Portland that Go on. was delicious ve- <laughs> already. I am for it. Right, what's not to love? What's not to love? And they were super successful on every corner. And um they I think there was a write up about them where they were interviewed and they talked about how they went to 
my internet's now not working, but they went to, I think, Mexico mm -hmm. and talked to the local tortilla makers uh -huh. and got advice on how to make the best tortillas. And they used those tips for their menu. Mm -hmm. And once they said that, you know, like the super left that's um, really politically correct got angry. Why? Because they're white women. And they claim that this is cultural appropriation. No, I don't. I disagree. Tell me why. Um, well, for start, there's like a thousand reasons why I disagree. <laughs> one of the guys, I will, right. let's, let's, I'm trying to think of another approach to this. Okay. So one of the guys that we went on the trip with is just like they have master sommeliers for wine. He's like that, but for tequila. That's cool. And really cool because there are only about four of them in the whole world and he's one of them and he knows all about it. And what he's doing right now is partnering with partnering with the local guys who have made these mezcals and tequilas for centuries. For se like for families and families and families have made it. Well, now it's becoming like this lost art because new generations of children don't have the same respect for like the farming community that they used to, and they want to go to the cities and get big jobs. So he's trying to bring attention back to these local communities and give them the respect that they deserve for being the true artisans that they are in whatever way, like being an artisan or being a uh, somebody who's a master of your craft it doesn't have to be fine painting or making nice wines or even whatever it something like being the an amazing having the best tortilla is there's an art to that and there's a family history to that and yeah. i think if somebody is coming along and saying with respect of course like we want to honor you and we want to keep this tradition alive that hopefully will encourage like other generations to take pride in what they do. I don't, I think that is all good. I mean, if those white women came in there and were like, yo, tortilla ladies, get over here. I'm going to pay you $6 an hour to make these for me. And then I'm going to take a big chunk of the profit. No, you're saying to them, you are the masters of this. Please teach me and teach us. And they're, they're not taking away the jobs of that. Right? I Are you with me? I totally agree, and okay, I'm confused good. by the extreme left when they take on all these really. Right. I didn't know I was in the middle of the road as I am after all this. That's what I mean. Stuff. Like, so weird. I, I get kind of worked up whenever people make a big fuss about what I think is nothing, but I also don't want to be insensitive if it's not nothing. Right. If you are somebody who is a, uh, a Mexican tortilla maker, please. Tell me if this is something I want to hear it from them, but I don't want I don't, somebody in some other somebody another group labeling this well, person. Okay. Especially, it's probably a bunch of white kids from Berkeley. Well, that's the thing. We're saying this it's whole appropriation. Like, so, so even in my beauty and friendship group on Facebook, this huge group in LA of women who like makeup and stuff, and they are really they get really mad when like Kylie Jenner wears cornrows, for example. Mm -hmm. So there's. People are really sensitive to any kind of what they call cultural appropriation. So remind me, I want to uh, talk to you about that cornrow thing. Okay, so cultural afterwards. appropriation uh, and Kylie's cornrows. Okay, got it. So, Wrote it down. So the thing with this burrito stand 
got to me because I was like, wait, I don't get it. Like, are we not allowed to make burritos now? Love burritos. And and then are we allowed to eat burritos? Like, where do we draw the line as to what is appropriating? Right. And I that's why I say, uh, that's what I mean when I say when you honor whatever you're doing. Because my, I think, uh, I think about my house and the things that I choose to fill my house with. Mm-hmm. And I, like, just for example, when I was in Peru, I went and visited one of the textile not fat i mean they're not really factories because it's just a family who's make who's women or this is what they do and they make they shear it and they showed me the whole process of it and the dyeing it and how they use like crushed up um beetles to make the red dye and all this crazy wow. stuff and you can also use a lipstick and That's i crazy. used it it's so fun um but then i purchased one of the tapestries that they make yeah and I'm absolutely going to go hang that tapestry on my wall in the house, just like they do in all these places in Peru. And what wouldn't be cool is if I went to the market where they do the knockoff version that's done in polyester that looks like that version. And then you have to haggle with the other guy who's not from that country for a better price. And yeah. you want to try to get the best price out of it. That maybe feels like it. Well, so the definition of it is the action of taking something for one's own use, typically without the owner's permission. So maybe... Oh, by definition, that doesn't... Well, maybe the burrito people, the people that were mad, maybe they think these Mexican tortilla makers didn't mm-hmm. know that these women were going to go back and use their recipes. I think they did. Right. And maybe they did get permission. Mm-hmm. Who's to say? I don't know. Right. Um, and I think the same way that those women were so excited to show me and sell me their... Well, yeah, and I you're could, definitely not violating I, that. I could, you know, but I, but it, there were times where I felt like, even hiking on the Inca Trail, I was like, is this... Like, we really need to respect what this was, what the land was, you know, because I don't... Even when you don't I, want to exploit it. Yeah, it's the exploitation of whatever it is. I And I want the people who are there to know that I'm not just looking, even though I did get some fucking good-ass Instagram pictures, I'm not just there looking for a, the best Instagram photo. Right. Well, so I don't know. I Like, let's talk about cornrows then. Oh, yeah. So people feel like white women or non-people of color mm-hmm. using... Cor- or doing their hair in cornrows is appropriation. Okay. Go ahead. As a very curly-haired woman, <laughs> uh, somebody who was labeled, I, I in no way, I will say, have the same story as somebody who's uh, of, like, mixed race or, et- like, a different, not white, you know? Yeah. I don't have the same experience as them, but I definitely have that hair that was labeled bad hair. Okay. That was like real frizzy and da da da. Thank God for French braids and for, I mean, I wore four braids in my hair when I was a little girl because my hair was out of Your control. Your hair was textured. And my hair was textured, which I just learned 50% of the population has curly hair. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? of us and I'm worried because I got curly hair and I'm trying to make it straight and smooth like are you kidding me like I can only imagine what somebody who is African-American feels about their hair Mm -hmm. you know um but I'm I feel like weird 
I do want, I'm like, what do I do? What, what, am, what am I allowed to do? Because if also you look back at my ancestors who are like Vikings from Russia, they absolutely wore their hair in braids because they have hair like me that's out of control. And on every single cha- final well, challenge, I'm wearing braids different. because it's how I have to control it. But that's it. not a cornrow. But, right, but like I'll do four braids, which is what they call like those, oh, they call them boxer braids, but those are really just braids that have been very popular with African cultures for forever. It's just four of them. And so, what, two? If I do two, can I do it? If I do four, can I not do it? If I do eight, can I? Like, what is the... It kind of falls in this weird... I mean... And sometimes I look at girls who have... Like, you, if you were to put your hair... I'd be like, why the hell do you do that? I do that because, like, I need to go to the gym. Or, like, I wore my hair in braids on the trail when I was camping. Because I'm like, I have no shower for five days. And the oil, everything that builds up, my hair would be crazy if I didn't. So I need to do this because it'll be in a knot, like an actual knot where I'll have to cut sections out of it. It would get so messed up. So that's what I do. But what, what, what? Well, I mean, I think we all know a cornrow when we see it. Yeah. Like, yes, I absolutely. Do you think white people should, should ever choose to put their hair like you know when you go on spring break and you get those horrendous oh they're like, so bad they, only because they look so bad on everybody but if you were a girl who has hair for that i don't think it would be a problem even if you're white interesting because i know white women who have very i'm sorry but if you go like, to jamaica and you get those like monica no, geller you, you go and you yeah, get like that's your, what i'm saying those people who do it do not look they look it's not about how they look, though. It's about how they're pretending they're Jamaican. That I don't like. I don't like. Come on. That, that's what I'm saying. There's a difference between you're doing it for utility purpose and you're doing it because you're also like... It's exactly what we were talking about with the hoop earrings. Yeah. Remember, I said it, it depends on what... Out, it, if you're wearing it with your apple-bottom jeans and you're from fucking, you know, my neighborhood... Right. I have a pro. I'm, I'm going to okay. be like, okay, come on. Yeah. But if you're hiking on a trail and you have no shower for four days, then yeah, go ahead and wear that because the zip-off Coleman pants you're wearing for camping offset the braids. All right, let's move on to our next topic. Okay. Which is um, how beautiful your skin looks. Oh my God, it's so good. <laughs> I will say that. It, it. I mean, I have never been happier. Really? Suze, I'm so... And I feel like I have to do a lot less. I spend less money on other shit. It's so great. Like for my skin. I'm so happy like for Like before you. when I would have breakouts and I would be like, I would like panic. And I'd be like, okay, well maybe I'll buy like this and I'll buy this and then I'll buy this treatment. And, that, and then nothing I did ever. too. You know that feeling mm-hmm. of like, no, now I just got my three step. Boom, bada, bing, bada, boom. And now it's been like a year plus since I've been using it. You look incredible. I don't... There's not even... It's great. It actually makes me mad because (laughs) no matter what, I will always get some blemishes. As people do. The reason why I love BioClarity is that it has changed my skin and it makes it so that the blemishes, when they do come, are manageable. And they're not red and inflamed. Yeah, and painful. I used to get that. I hated it. But Sarah is freaking flawless because she only ever had like two zits to begin with. Thanks. But if you're a person that would like clear skin and would like to try a 
acne wash, we have a recommendation, which is BioClarity. If you go to BioClarity.com and enter code BRAINCANDY, you can get your first month for $9.95 plus free shipping, which is $20 savings. And it comes with a 100% risk-free money-back guarantee. But, I mean, we've been talking about it forever, but basically because I will not rest right. until all well, of how you about try I, it. I heard another ad, like on the regular radio for BioClarity, and I got excited like I just saw my friend on TV. I was like, <laughs> oh my God, BioClarity, I used that. Oh, oh my God, I wonder if they know that I'm listening. Like, I got it. Like, I was like, oh, I wonder if people who are my friends feel this way when they see me on TV. And I'm like... <laughs> might be a little stronger. Sarah's fangirling for BioClarity. I was. I was. It was real real funny. Um, But it's really soothing and you will love it. And I can't wait to hear your success stories. Send them to me. I always get happy. A do before and after picture because I really wish I did and I didn't do that. So, you know. Next topic is, did you read about the woman who got pregnant at 18? She's still in high school. Mm. And she goes to a private Christian school, Mm-mm. and they no. won't let her walk at graduation because she's pregnant. That's gross. Because she sinned. <gasps> I hate that. I hate everything about that. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! And we want to pretend. What is that? That that whole Bible verse? Let he without sin cast the first stone. Uh huh. That was really good, Sarah. Yeah, didn't that sound good? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I know some things about the Bible. I hang out with Susie for a little while. Um, yeah, so that's how I feel. And you think that every single one of those prof- those teachers and the, the people in the academic department, you know what the pro- real problem is with that? Is mm-hmm. that her sin is visible to everybody else. And well, it's if like their a scarlet sins, letter. Yes. Mm-hmm. And if their sin was visible, oh, those she motherfuckers wouldn't be walking anywhere. I'm sure she does. Good. Tell me more. No, she she is a 4.0. She was on student council. They also removed her from student council. I hate that. I hate everything about this. Um, and Oh, and they're not let, looking at the real reason of, like, why did you get pregnant to begin with? Let's talk about that. Let's, well, let's talk about how she chose life. What? Oh, my God. See, you know how I said that you have bring perspective? Like, I look, <laughs> I read the story, and I read the story. You think that? She very, did what they she asked. She did exactly. <gasps> Ew. 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 If she got an abortion, she would have been able, you know, to and walk. kept it private. Oh, then she would have been, well, because then nobody would have been, her, then it's not visible. Right. Oh, my God. And now I'm outraged. So part of it is that the school. There isn't enough wine in that wing bottle for me. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> the part of the problem, though, is that the school has a, um, you know, rules in Policy, place. Yeah. And so they're just claiming, well, sorry, this is our policy. Your policies are fucking dumb. Furthermore, the father is not at the school, but I wonder if he was. If he were to be a student at the school. He would get to walk. There would be no problem. Nobody would know. Right. (gasps) You know what she should just do? Wear a fat suit that day. Just hide it. And just be like, what? Would you have a problem if I gained 500 pounds? Right. Because, I mean, you can't see my pregnancy, but like... I just don't get when... Hide it. I don't know. To me, listen... Nobody has done more due diligence with than me about figuring out, like, getting to the bottom of all this bullshit. Mm-hmm. I, that's what my whole life's mission has been. <laughs> you get to the bottom of this bullshit. And I can't because no, it's like... I can't When you it. look at the life of Jesus and the idea of grace and <sighs> mercy, oh. I just don't see what you're doing here. No, I don't either. And it's now it's so like in the New up. York Times and stuff. Well, I have that feeling about all... I, 
I have a problem with private schools to begin with. Tell me why. And I live in a, I live in an area where they're very popular. There are three really big pop private schools. There's uh, Sierra Catholic School. It all within a five mile radius because everybody who lives in this gated community I live in wants to send their kids to these kind of schools. They have this weird fucking idea of what a private school is. Um, so uh, Santa Margarita Catholic High School and a lot of professional athletes and things like that. People, this is a school that's like, so yeah. So there's that school. There's uh, uh, the other one is Modern Day that's right there. And like people who, these are schools that even nationwide people know about. And I have a friend who went to Santa Margarita. And so I got an inside view into what it was like to be a student while I was going to public schools. Mm -hmm. And I remember her parents telling me that, like telling, I overheard a conversation of her telling my mom, well, you know, Sarah's going to be at a real disadvantage because there are all these kids who go to private schools and they're going to have the first like leg up on everything. And colleges like UCLA are going to look to schools like Modern Day and Santa Margarita for their students. And, you know, because it really speaks to something about who the student is that they're blah, 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 blah. Guess who's in the ma- getting her master's right now? And guess who's working the same job that they were when they left high school? Mm-hmm. Right. Because means nothing. It means absolutely. And if anything, I got a better education on what life is really like. <clears throat> I mean, I feel like whatever is right for your your kid is fine, but like don't pretend like it's superior or Don't. And also, it has less to do with the school and has more to do with the parenting. It has nothing to you can send your kid to the best school in the world if you're teaching him shitty lessons at home and you're not providing your child what that child needs to be their best version of themselves, doesn't matter where they go. Yeah. I don't even remember what the point of the well, question was, so, but I'm outraged. Well, oh, here's another statistic. 54% of the people who, who of the women who have abortions mm-hmm, identify mm-hmm. as Christian. So that's fun. So like all these women lining mm-hmm. the pews of their churches that are, you know, all judging. sitting on their knees with secrets of their own. Everybody well, has secrets. you know what? And I think we let's really unwrap that. Why is it that those women feel that they need to point the finger so strongly and harshly at those other women who have maybe made a different choice than them or maybe I think it speaks more to where that woman is in her life and maybe projecting her feelings of shame or her feelings of um, failure, whatever you want to call it. Right. Fear, shame. All, it all comes down to pretty prim, prim, primal emotions. Well, I feel bad for that girl. I do too. I feel really sad for her. But then I, I, I'm always... I'm not happy when these stories come out, but I am. I feel better when these stories get nation, national attention because um, people like you and I will support that girl and be advocates for that girl. Well, that's for sure. If not, although I mean, she once she got accepted to Bob Jones University, which is another conserv- conservative Christian school. I hope she stops doing that. Well, <laughs> you're so funny. Like I hope she's learned from this. That uh, it's like the. The people who, like, I, there was a nun I read about a while back who, so at, at 
Catholic hospitals. It is illegal to perform against the rules, whatever. You're not allowed to perform any abortions without the permission of a high-ranking member of the clergy. So even if it's life or death, they say, no, we can't do that. So there was this nun who was high up in whatever, who was going like being the one to be like, nope, we can do this. Do it, do it, save the, wife, save the woman, save the mother. Because the moments where this decision is being made is like, here's the deal. Either both of them die right now or the mother lives. What do you want? And they say, oh, both of them die. Oh, really? That's God's will? Both of them die? I don't think so. Doesn't so sound nun, like a very pro-life no, policy. No, not at all. And so this woman, this nun was coming around, and they found, like, so I, I know these people exist. I know that they're out there where they're, you know, but you know what happened to her? Fucking ripped of her title and removed. And uh, what do they call it when they ban them from? Excommunicated. Excommunicate. She was excommunicated. Whoa. But she saved right dozens of people's lives. <clears throat> and I think you want to believe in the whole religious story, the whole story there on Judgment Day, you have that the person who said no both of them die and this nun pretty sure big guy upstairs is letting nun walk right through those gold Parley Gates and other one can just take the long road to hell. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, changing the subject. Okay. When you said pearly eights, it reminded me of pearly whites. Oh, and um, I want some. I need to get my teeth whitened. When uh, my son went to the dentist today, because he he hasn't lost any teeth yet. How old is he? Five and yeah. no loose. Is that He's normal? Five. Yeah, it's normal. He hasn't lost any teeth yet. Yeah, it's totally yeah, normal. That's fine. But we saw there was this tooth poking out of his gum, you know, like I thought his big tooth was coming in mm-hmm. before he lost his little baby tooth. Mm-hmm. So I figured, well, they're going to have to pull his baby tooth so that giant yeah. ass big tooth can come <laughs> yeah. in. And so he went to the dentist today and found out he is the proud owner of, <laughs> what? An, of an extra tooth. But it's like a fang. He is a vampire. How many teeth does he have in his mouth? 33. Well, also, are we sure that that's the last one? What if there are more? Did he take x-rays? Uh, yeah, they did. They took x-rays. Okay. And she said she's going to get a second opinion because she was like, I've never seen this before. She's never seen it. We thought a hopeless tooth was bad. This is like the most hopeful tooth. It's just like not quitting. Right. It's this weird triangular one, fang. one, free. <laughs> I, and Adam was like, well, hey, at least he doesn't have, like, extra fingers or toes. He just has an extra tube. Yeah, that's easy to be pulled. Right? But, see, like, my head goes to, like, ooh, I wonder what he can use this tooth as. Maybe it's, like, really good at, like, <laughs> opening. Maybe he can, like, be your little nutcracker for Christmas. Right, bottle opener. Right! I mean, might as well use it if it's going to be gone soon. No worries about it chipping. 
Let's just start doing things with this, too. I, uh... Oh, my gosh. And where is it? It's right up front, Sarah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it is truly... I'm going to take like a picture. Like two layers? Oh, yeah. You have to... Because people need to picture what it looks like. Yeah. Like it's two It's just layers. like a big old snaggle right up in the front. <laughs> and you didn't have any weird two things. Did uh-uh. you have braces? I did. For a long time? Six months only. <gasps> what about you? Five and a half years. Didn't even fix them. No, look at my crossbite. It's, they don't line up, oh, and my, my dentist tells me there are two options. One is Invisalign. Invisalign, like, but not Invisalign. Braces on the very back, and I have to wear uh, rubber bands that move my, or jaw surgery. Because <laughs> eventually with how Come my teeth on. are placed, they'll rub down and they'll just be nubs. Because my teeth rub on top of each other when I chew. Wait, you have to choose I one of those? I have to choose eventually. You're going to be brace face in a minute? Or I'm going to go jaw surgery. Why? Because then I get to drink through a straw for a few months and I'll get down to my target weight. You're no, not going to get Totally kidding. No, because it's faster and it's only like a three-month recovery. When did they say Because like, I went to, to the done. dentist and I was like, or I went to the orthodontist and yeah. I'm like, you know, I think that this is going to be a problem because I'm also a tooth grinder. And like, I should I just seen... get you a thing to wear at night. I do. I... I have that already. Then you're fine. They're not going to be nubs. They're trying to make money off of you, Sarah. Probably was working. And you're going to break your jaw. Well, your kid has an extra tooth. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a new study out that is the best news I've ever heard. Tell me. People with 33 teeth live longer? No, it's about me, Sarah. Oh, great. That's even better. What's the weirdest thing about me? If you think, you'll know the answer. Oh, wait. The weirdest thing about you... <clears throat> your bathtub routine. Yes! <laughs> we should play the new US game. Oh, my God. I love it. just got that right. Suze, <laughs> Suze, you're my work wife. Let's just put that out there. I know... The answer. If we played Jimmy Fallon's best friend game, yeah. we would fucking win yeah. everything. How can we play a competitive newlywed game? We need to play this. We This is amazing. <laughs> Go on. You were saying. A new study says taking a hot bath burns as many as cal- <gasps> uh, calories as a 30-minute walk. <sighs> I just found out why I'm not You're, overweight. Uh, this is This is the trick. A 30-minute okay, walk you is know what, what I've been taking every night. Every si- you, That's it. And I, I take it. two paths a day. Oh my I don't god! You're burning in, an hour's worth of walking. Right? <sighs> Can you believe that? What great news! Well, I'm so excited to start taking more baths. Are you going to? Yes. Yeah, because sp- I mean, I'm gonna go ahead and share be- this with my brain yeah. candy peeps. Yeah, go ahead. I have a spa jacuzzi. Okay. And let's just say those, you know. Right. Spa jacuzzi works in more ways than just getting you clean. <laughs> it gets you a little dirty, too. Hi-o! <laughs> That's so funny. You're going to be like, God, you take a lot of baths. Is it just the jet action? Yeah. Okay. Wow, you're so sensitive. Oh. oh. I mean, because I wouldn't, that wouldn't do it for me oh unless I was, like, God. sitting on top of the jet. No, I just need a little, like, Oh, my God. A little, like, strong so breeze lucky. in my direction. Woo! Um... I'll put this study right in your... I'm going to burn so many calories. It's right. Ridiculous. I'm going to put this in your newsletter. If you want to sign up for it, it's on the thebraincandypodcast.com. Just enter your uh, email address 
we uh, send out the newsletter with all these links. We talk about the justified taking baths in a totally going unrelated on uh, question. How many <sighs> calories does an orgasm burn? Probably like 10. <sighs> what? Well, because what? Maybe the sex no. beforehand. Okay, but here you go. If, I, I why does a bath burn calories? Because I the would heat. say, yes. So don't you feel that your temperature rises after you have an orgasm? Maybe for a second. No, it lasts for like 10 minutes for me. I'm like, hot. I feel like I need a cold shower afterwards. I'm going to find out. Oh my God, let's find out. Ooh, I bet there's a range. Reaching orgasm can burn an additional 60 to 100 calories. Which, now, how many calories are in a 30-minute walk? Right. I bet 60 to 100. So now you're getting double, either double dipping, hot bath and a little... Hold on. Burning an hour's worth of cal- hours <laughs> walk worth of calories. Right, walking is like 120. There you go. Oh my god, you're so right. You're welcome. I just gave everybody a new workout Everybody, plan. go take a bath, <laughs> masturbate, and thank us later. You're welcome. And enjoy that cheese platter at dinner tonight, because girl, you can. Thank God. Uh, let me see what else. What else I wanted to... Oh, by the way, I listened to Sarah uh, Silverman's Netflix <gasps> special. It's so good. You listened? I listened... Or watched? I only thing? listened to the first 10 minutes, and then I had an emergency I had to deal with. But I... It was so good. And we have to talk in another episode about a rape joke. Because okay. that's how you do a rape joke. <laughs> You're so right. It, it, it was perfect. And I was like, I was taking notes. As right. I was listening to this, I'm like, we need to break down why this is. No, let's talk about it right now. There is a part that you haven't gotten to yet. Okay. I'm that made me there. laugh harder than I've laughed in my whole life. <gasps> I'm going to go watch it tonight. I I'm so excited. I was weeping. I could, it was, do you know when you cry hysterically? It was like that. Yes. With, oh, but laughter. I can't wait. I can't wait. And Adam was like, what's Funnier wrong with Funnier than you? Ali Wong. Funnier. Oh, Girl comedians are motherfucking bringing it. They're bringing, bringing it. They're funnier than the male comedians I see now. I can't wait till you... I, I want to know wait. if you agree. I'm sure I will, because hello. <sighs> it's so time. funny. I, I couldn't stand how funny it was. I can't wait. Remember when we beat her at poker? <gasps> oh my god, we met her! Remember when I had Diary of the Mouth and I ran up to her and I was like, Oh my god, I love you. You say my favorite joke of all time. Do you want to hear my favorite joke that you said of all time was? And then I fucking told her. Like a, I didn't know A that. weirdo. I, did, I blocked that out. I'm sure you did because it was a crazy thing to do. And then she was like, Oh, thanks. And then Susie was like, can I be your best friend? She was like, we can be friends, but I'm all full on best friends. Oh my God. She said something adorable that was like the best answer. This is the worst story ever. (laughs) It's the best story. I mean, I did beat her at poker though. You did. You took all of her money, all your chips. I wish I took all of her money. That chick is rich. Well, listen, when she was talking about laser hair removal that she got on her show, I was like, oh, I go to the same place. I knew you would laugh at that. That's (laughs) funny. And then she's telling all about the parts that she had laser hair removal. And she's like, no, I'm lying. I can do my arms too. (laughs) This is only funny if you guys have seen it. You You have to see it. I'm ruining all the jokes. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact.
Um, did you see the movie poster in which uh, Snow White is body shamed? <gasps> oh, and it says something about like if, if what Snow, if Snow White, White was no longer and, beautiful and the and seven dwarfs, dwarfs were not tall. so short. Yeah. Not so short, tall, whatever. What does that mean? I don't know what it means, but... Because I feel like, first of all, I understand that we're, like, nobody is more for the breakdown of stereotypical gender roles within Disney, the portrayal of of females in Disney movies. Mm -hmm. I am, like, all about talking about that. Mm -hmm. But what kind of makes me like, oh, come on, people, let's, like, look at the big picture here, is when, like, you have to remember that... Like, maybe the word the seven dwarfs was, like, the wrong word to use at the time. But, like, if this is a fictional story about seven little fairies running through the woods, like, you have to remember that this is happening within the context of a fairy tale. Yeah. So what are you saying? And part of the fairy tale is that they are teeny tiny little people that live in the forest. That, you know, like, what that... It changes yeah. the story if they're that's fucking creepy and weird if they're like big men. Okay, but what about how like Ew, when weird. you picture Snow White and all the only difference is like in this picture mm-hmm. is that she's just chubbier. She's oh, identical right. otherwise. Oh right, right, right. And then they say that that means she's no longer beautiful. I see, I see it as she's also beautiful there. Yeah. And like when and oh, you know what's hurtful about that? Actually, if like now that I look at that with a new set of eyes and new yeah. perspective, I'm more upset at the people who wrote that who are now saying that that she's not beautiful because yes, she's that's like what I'm that. trying to get at. Yeah, because I look at those and I'm like, those are just two different characters. Those are just, there's no <clears throat> neither one to me is more beautiful than the other. Right. The same way I look at there are some women who. Most like that even label themselves as um, like plus size models and all this where I'm like, dude, you're fucking way more beautiful. Like you're gorgeous. I don't label you as beautiful for a plus size model. No, you're just beautiful. Well, what about though? (gasps) So we, we have a person that wrote us an email Mm who, um, I responded to this email, but she didn't then respond again. So I don't know if she just Mm -hmm, didn't like mm -hmm. what I said or what. But she was starting our podcast from the beginning Mm -hmm. and and said that she didn't like some of the ways that we talked about uh, bodies. Mm -hmm. And I, I, first of all, when I responded, said that we've evolved over the course of our podcast, and I right. feel like we've become more sensitive to the body positivity movement. And I think that that's probably one of the most honest things about us is that we are open. Like, we we s- speak what's on our mind with an open heart, willing to accept any feedback and any criticism or any changes or any insight like, well, so, please, te- show me the other alternative. And we've, we've seen that, and now, like you said, ch- have changed her mind on a lot of things. She she wants us to continue changing, though, because she took issue with a couple things that I still don't agree with, which is, do you remember um, a few weeks ago, I was talking about how I do beach body yeah. uh, workouts now, yeah. and how I was saying that I felt about myself yeah. that I was, like, skinny fat, where... 
Right. You're not overweight, right. but like you have no muscle. Totally fine to say that. She didn't like that language because she said that, that, that I shouldn't be ca- like using that phraseology of the word FAT. And, but I pushed back when, in my response mm-hmm. to her and said, you know, I'm talking about myself here. Right. I don't go around calling other people right. skinny fat or right. regular fat or mm-hmm. wh- whatever. And that I was just referring to the actual literal use of the word fat, right. where if you don't have muscle, it's fat. Right. And that if you're not, you're not strong, then there's, that's what physically is in your body. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So I pushed back on that. And then she was saying that to use the language, um, like, like I shouldn't say, if I say someone is bigger, mm-hmm. that's offensive too. But I think that's a, if I hold two glasses up and I say, which one is bigger? That's a descriptive term. It's not a ju- It's not a term of judgment that to me that shows I want to talk to this person about what their attachment to the word. That's what I said. I I said I didn't establish value to bigger or smaller. Because to me, when you say bigger, if I was like, I like them bigger, it means that there are a lot of guys who use the word bigger and women. I do not want to, you know, not include the women in this. Because I myself... She as said an that appreciator the, of women, and I, I would somebody who identify. I absolutely identify as a bisexual woman, and I would like a woman who's bigger. Well, she said the only appropriate words are plus size, curvy, or curvaceous. And and in I don't as agree somebody with who and also, what is that person? That person gets to make the rules about what to say by, because of what. And also, at what size do you not get to make the rules? Because I was 200 pounds. I was a size 18. So am I allowed to make the rules for myself and what I'm allowed to say about... And let me tell you, I have the whole body shaming like that. I have thrown away a fucking dumpster full of history of body shaming and feelings like that where I see beauty in cellulite I see beauty in your unshaved legs for a week like who gives a crap about that like body shaming you it needs to be across the board it needs to be like whatever works for that person and the things that we discuss on here the things that you know we'll talk about like when we say oh I want to do beach body or whatever the, the underlying message of that is for health for yourself. What feels good for you? For me, I feel unhealthy when I'm carrying around extra weight that, allow, that prevents me from living the life that I want to live as far as like the activities. You know, I talked a lot on this episode about that hike that I did on the trail. That would have been significantly more difficult for me. 10 pounds in my backpack was heavy. 10 pounds on me would have been even more difficult to get up that hill. So for the lifestyle and the activities that I want, I need a certain body type for it. And there, if your activities, there are so many women, like I said, that I think are beautiful. If your activities 
are ones that aren't like that and you are healthy and you can run and play with your kids and you can, you know, do whatever you need to to live the best life you're living, be whatever size you want to be. But but everyone <clears throat> is different. She took issue with um, when we were talking <coughs> about a particular uh, challenge and I was referring to one where Montana and Beth went into the a one-on-one mm-hmm. and I referred to them as bigger girls and she was disheartened because by that. Because they're bigger girls. And I said when I wrote back mm-hmm. that they are literally, literally bigger than most people mm-hmm. in the house. Yeah. I'm not saying bigger than all humans. Yeah. And she said that, um, she said, they might be tall, but they're not big. We live in a world where the average American woman is a size 16, so how would you and Sarah describe that demographic? I would describe Bigger than it. me. <laughs> but if we were talking about sumo wrestlers, they would be smaller. We're being literal. Literal. And, and, that's, and not attributing value to it. Right. And that, that is more worrisome because, of, because I want to unpack why there's the hang up around those words. And let's take power away from those words. And let's describe people not at like we're looking at it, like you said, in a very literal way. She said that um, that the the <coughs> word fat should not be used. Well, that's what you have is fat. That that's what it literally is is fat. Yeah, I, so. that's like saying the word muscle shouldn't be used. That's like there. That is the physical. That is the def or bone, muscle, bone, fat, protein, hair. <laughs> well, anyway, I'm just saying that. Yeah. Um, I like the conversation. Yes. I like to be challenged yeah. because I want to hear those thoughts. I've already heard enough, though. You guys don't have to email me <laughs> because I have received over like our 127 episodes. I've received several about this topic, and it's a hot thing that people are really conscious mm-hmm. of. So I still am going to say it if I think I am skinny fat or fat or skinny or whatever. I am going to... Describe myself however yeah. I want. Yeah. But that's all. Yeah. And uh, what else was I going to say on that? Um, oh, that we are not... When we... Susie and I, I... I mean, I think I can speak for both of us when I say that we understand the power of words. And right. we don't... What's the word? lackadaisically or like you throw around terms to just say it in like a joking manner. Like we put thought into the things that come out of our mouth. I mean, I try. Sometimes I fail. Of course, you know, we're being a little (coughs) irreverent or whatever, but when we, our intention, you want to look at the intention behind the words is really what I'm getting at. And our intention is never, ever, to make someone feel bad or to shame somebody no. or to, to put a value or judgment on anybody. Our intention is to share our own experience, um, you know, tell people about different ideas. So when that is your intention, well, I feel like what, what, teach do, me, but yeah. you know, it's not coming from a bad place, people. Yeah, there you go. So um, blah, blah, blah. Don't forget, please, to... um, (coughs) What is happening? I don't know. I'm having a coughing attack. (laughs) 
please leave us a five-star review on iTunes and don't forget to subscribe. That means so much to us. And um, tune in next week for more shenanigans. Ah! Bye.